All right, welcome to episode four on the Moms Who Achieve podcast, where we discuss all things personal growth. I'm your host, Regina Sloan, and today we're going to chat about the last part of the stick man, the body. Check out the resources in the show notes for your PDF download of the stick man so you have a visual of what I'm talking about. So the very small circle at the bottom of the stick man is called the body. This is where all the magic is seen. Up until now, we've discussed concepts that you are unable to see on a physical plane, but this is where the action and results come in. We know that our conscious mind is our creative mind where we accept, reject, or originate ideas. And once those ideas are accepted, we become emotionally involved with them via the subconscious mind, who, by the way, has no ability to do what? Reject. No, it cannot reject anything. Everything is true when it is accepted by the when it is given to the subconscious mind because it can't even accept that's done in your conscious mind. Whatever is passed to the subconscious mind is true. Our body on the physical plane is where we see the results of the beliefs we have, your surroundings, um, the results you see. Once you get emotionally involved with an idea, it must come to fruition. That saying, and I believe it's in the Bible, by their fruits, you shall know them. By someone's results, you'll know what their thoughts and feelings reflect. And as we start to change our beliefs, we may not see immediate results on a physical plane because we do not know the gestational period of an idea. But once it's accepted as true, once it's into the subconscious mind, once you are emotionally involved with an idea, it must come to be. That is law. It's important to remember that every result starts with our thoughts. You may have heard this phrase said in many different ways. Your thoughts create your feelings. Your feelings create your actions. Your actions is what gets you your results. It's so important to control our thoughts because they literally become our environment, our results, our experiences, good or bad. Dr. Maxwell Maltz, a plastic surgeon, wrote a book called Psycho-Cybernetics. And in this book, he explained very well this concept that we have an internal factor similar to a thermostat. A thermostat that, just like in our home, brings our internal temperature, if you will, back to normal or the set rate, which is the belief system we have. Example, we decide we want to change a limiting belief. We will start to work on changing that belief and doing things differently. And as we do, our internal thermometer goes off, feels something's different, something's off and gets to work to get things back to normal. Imagine it's 70 degrees in your house. If someone opens the front door, it may soon be 60 degrees. Your thermostat is going to pick it up. Whoa, hold up. We're at 70 and we're at 60. We're supposed to be at 70 and it's going to turn the heat on to get you back to 70, which is your set rate. That is how your internal thermometer works. A more personal example for me, for years, I have lost 10 to 20 pounds and gained it right back. Yo-yoing for sure. I would get down to my lowest weight and for whatever reason, start back up those unhealthy eating habits. I'm not working out anymore. In my mind, I'm like, oh, whatever. My husband, he accepts me who I am anyway. I, it's going to be too hard to reach my goals. I don't really need to have flat apps anyway. Uh, that's just ridiculous. I got too much going on. You know, all the things that I tell myself that you likely tell yourself. Next thing I know, I'm back at my previous weight. My body is feeling more comfortable, right? Because I'm more comfortable at that, that weight. I'm back to feeling like shit, right? This is because my subconscious mind, my, my belief around that, my paradigm is that I'm overweight. I mean, that's me. I can't control my eating habits. I hate to work out. It's all a waste of time and all of the other limiting beliefs that keep me at an unhealthy weight.
What's happening in my body is I'm trying to introduce a new idea, a new belief that is much different than the one I've always operated with. And as I do this, now things are in harmony. I'm shaking things up a bit and I start to get pushback. All hell breaks loose, which happens with any goal that you start to set for yourself and start to work towards. I start to doubt if I can even reach my weight goal anymore. Is it worth it? Start to tell myself the trouble isn't worth the outcome. Slowly but surely, I'm sliding right back into my old habits. When you introduce a new idea to your set paradigms, your body, your mind gets very uncomfortable because it's not used to that idea and things are not in homeostasis. So it's important that we do the real work of changing our subconscious mind using one of the three ways that was discussed in episode two. If you haven't listened to that, the recap of that is through self-hypnosis, repetition, and energy psychology. For more of an in-depth explanation, check out episode two. So if we want to change our results, if we want things to be different, obviously we have to start with our thoughts, those thoughts that we have accepted to be true, those thoughts that we may have not known that we accepted, but have come into our subconscious mind, or maybe it happened as a child. Maybe these are thoughts that come from childhood and you've not yet addressed them. Whatever the case may be, if you have thoughts that you no longer agree with, that no longer serve you, those are still your paradigms, your beliefs, and they are directly related to the results you get. So of course, you're a mom who's achieving and you want to change those. I suggest you pick one, pick one that you know very well, it is not serving you. It's no longer in your corner. Maybe it was something that kept you safe at one time. Maybe it was something that served at one time, but it no longer is. Think of that belief that you want to change and then be very clear on what your new belief should be. You cannot get rid of something without replacing it with something. You will always replace it with something else unhealthy. You have to have a new healthy belief that does serve you. And I just wrote down three key points that I want you to keep in mind as you are working to change this limiting belief. First, When you're working to change your limiting beliefs, it's important to use present tense because your subconscious mind doesn't know past or future. It only knows present. So if I'm saying I want to lose 50 pounds over and over again, I will always want to lose 50 pounds, but I am 50 pounds lighter or I weigh 180 pounds and I have a healthy relationship with food. Those are very specific present tense statements that I want to become my new belief system, my new belief. It makes it much different. In order to do something, you must first be something. We've been taught that we wish and hope for until it becomes. But whatever type of person you want to be, whatever goals you have, start walking, talking and behaving like you already have that, like you are already that person. This is very important as we work with the laws, as we work with our minds, as we work with the subconscious mind. John Canary is the one who said that statement. In order to do something, you must first be something. So be the person that is 180 pounds, that has a very healthy diet, that has a healthy relationship with food. Be the person that saves money, that doesn't spend their last, that doesn't frivolously go shopping. And whatever your limiting belief that you want to change, what you want to believe, you want to be that person. Start right now. Second pro tip, 
You will only attract what you're in vibration with. We all know, oh, law of attraction, law of attraction, just think it, think it, think it, and it'll come to you. But this is why you can scream all day long, I will be rich, I will be rich. But if you have a poor mindset, you will not, you won't attract riches. You'll continue to attract poverty. While repeating these affirmations and getting into vibration with your goals, be emotionally involved with the idea. Emotions are where the change happens. This is our subconscious mind in communication with infinite source. So what's really important here for you to understand is that you can read all day long the affirmations, you can watch all the videos, but until you start to change, which literally means until you start to create, you know, so originate or accept ideas that will put you in vibration with what it is that you want, you will always be in your current state. You only attract what you are in vibration with. And that is why it's really important to continue to listen to these podcasts or the books that you're reading about this over and over and over again, because your first time hearing it, you're a certain, you're on a certain vibration. You're on a certain frequency. The second time you hear it, you've already elevated. And so you hear something different because your first time hearing it, there are thoughts and points and even uh, messages from the ether, from source that you won't be able to hear, obtain, or even process because you're not on that vibration. So every time I listen to something again and again and again, I get something new every time. Why? Because I am on a different vibration. The third pro tip is once you understand that your goal must be in present tense and that you must be emotionally involved with that idea, behaving as if you already have it, your higher faculty, the will, is what will see you through to the finish line. Use your will to stay with the idea and the results will come. There are a few ways to strengthen your will. One being maybe light a candle across the room, sit in a chair and just stare at that candle until you become one with that candle. When your thoughts go to something else, bring them right back to the candle and you continue to do that. I've heard of someone placing a dot on a wall across from them and doing the same thing. You want to strengthen your will because you already know you've been warned that once you start trying to introduce a new idea that better serves you, all hell will break loose. It will be very difficult paradigms are not created overnight and they're not changed overnight either. It was very easy for your belief systems to be created as a child because you did not have the ability to reject them. Now, as an adult, your body is used to what it's used to your mind, your subconscious mind. You have these limiting beliefs that never want to change. You are going to have to fight against a lot of uncomfortable nights, uncomfortable feelings, uncomfortable situations. It's not going to feel good. And your higher faculty, the will, will help you stick with what you know you need to do to reach those goals. I'm going to suggest the book, You Were Born Rich by Bob Proctor, who talks a lot about our results and how we get them It's mostly based on money, obviously, but like I told you before, you can remove money and put any belief, any goal that you have, it's all the same. But it's very important because he talks about our image and how we create our image because you have to first have the image of who you want to be, who you want to become before you become it. So he talks a lot about the image maker, how to write down exactly what it is that you want not to leave anything out and how often you're to read that. And he talks about a goal card and all different kinds of tactics that can help us reach our goals. It has helped me. 
These things are not just done half-assed. People are really out here doing the things that they want to do to live in their light. They're getting the things they want. If you spend any amount of time talking to any of the gurus, any of the big timers that are helping people reach their goals that have reached their own, you will see that they all say the same thing and maybe in a different way. You have to first believe it. You have to move in that direction. One thing I read in a book by Marie Forleo called Everything is Figureoutable is that clarity comes with action. You may not have all the answers. You may not even have the confidence. Confidence comes with experience, by the way, but you may not have the confidence. You may not have all of the things. It may not all make sense, but just think, what is the next best thing that I can do right now? The tiniest little thing to move the needle forward. And that's what you focus on. So begin by writing one belief that you want to change. One limiting belief that is not serving you and the new belief that you want to install into your subconscious mind that you want programmed. Go back, listen to this episode, use the tools here to change that. Use the tools in episode three that show you how to change your subconscious mind, how to reprogram your subconscious mind so that you can get rid of those limiting beliefs and install the new belief system that you want to have. So now we get into our our part of the episode where I shout out a mom who's achieving. And this week I want to talk about Tanisha Watkins Henderson. As y'all will learn through this show, I was very much a traditional parent not even five years ago, Um, all the things, the punishments, the whoopings, the shame, blame, childism, all of that. And I'll share that because it's obviously too much to go in right now. But I want to shout out Tanisha because this is the woman who helped me and continues to help me on my journey from transitioning from traditional parenting to conscious parenting. I found her through her Facebook group. Um, and I've been working with her since August of 2021. So it's been well over a year now. And this woman loves what she does. Let me back up and say, first, (laughs) she is a conscious parenting coach. Her business is called Kid Advice. She does one-on-one coaching sessions with adults and their teens. She can do both. She hosts community meetups on Facebook where she teaches something very important. And then there's that community aspect of discussion, Q&A. As I've said, I've been working with her for over a year now. So I can attest personally that she knows her stuff. And what I love about her, I've come across many conscious parenting coaches, um, several different groups. But what I can say about Tanisha is that she is a conscious person. She has helped me so much, not only with my children, but with the other relationships in my life. She has helped me so much with my husband, just being conscious all around to the people that I love and addressing those very limiting beliefs and mindsets and ways that we have learned to do life with other people. She's changed my life. She's changed the life of the people in my house. And it's funny because my husband will often say, well, what did our co-parents say? (laughs) So he calls her our co-parent. He says, oh, we're co-parenting because, I mean, I very often will. Okay, well, what Tanisha do? Like, literally, I can't say enough about her. I would scream to from the top of any mountaintop that if you are are struggling at all in your relationship with your child, if you are struggling with 
if you know what conscious parenting is and you're struggling with transitioning, if you're struggling with even being conscious with your spouse, she has a Facebook group as well for that. I'm going to let you guys know her Facebook group is, she has a few. One is called The Conscious Mom. That's a Facebook group for black moms to come together and learn together. Nothing but amazing information here. She has another group called The Conscious Family where anyone, male or female, no matter your race, can be in and do the same. Her business page on Facebook is called Kid Advice. I will link her business page, link all of her Facebook groups and link her booking because that's what you really need to be doing. Go ahead and book a call with her. She'll change your life even in just one hour, I'm telling you. She also has a new group that she started this year called the married mentor where she addresses the same like I said she is a conscious person and helps all around with conscious relationships so this one is specific towards married folks I love her I cannot say enough how grateful I am that God sent her to me and how she continues to feed me what I need so that I can be the best parent I can be she loves what she does she's very passionate about children Um, if you go to her page and check her out in October this is October 2022 she went live every day on her business page kid advice and she gave five to six minutes of just beautiful tips every single day that we can start using right now in our parenting journey. I'm telling y'all she's gold. I'm telling you, check her out. That's it for this week. I'm going to wrap it up. I hope that this brought value. Thank you so much for taking the time out to listen and I'll see you next week.